Hey, can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. Cool. So this is this is me on my earbuds. The lapel mic doesn't work with my phone. Um, I have Bluetooth in the car. Oh, That's where I'm sitting right now. I think this is. I think this is going to work. I think okay. this is good. Okay. Also, I've been recording this whole time. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, yeah. I think, right. Where is where's my disclaimer, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> um. So wait, where where you're in Colorado? Yeah, I'm in Colorado Springs. Um, which um, you know, commercial alert is um like an Arby's mecca. So. Um, and right now I'm sitting in um, in the parking lot, the main parking lot for Garden of the Gods, which is uh, it's beautiful. It's it's a real treasure here. What do you do? So yeah, what so were like, you doing? Why did you go back to Colorado Springs? I I came out here for my aunt's funeral, um, mm-hmm. her mor- her memorial service. Um, where yeah, I I provided some. Some administrative support, like some uh, some tech support, so my mom could be mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and um, and and also like I made, I made the flyers, Oof. I made our I made our slideshow. Um, I did a little MCing um, to just warm up everybody up, introduce them. There, there's actually, and we had a minister who. Uh, who volunteered to uh-huh. to speak? Not someone who knew Sheila, but but someone who knows my cousin uh-huh. David. Um, and uh, also, I mean, there was like there's there's the background stuff that you do with with different family members to um, help them be in the room and stay in the room. Yeah. You know? So I just kind of keeping a watchful eye on my my cousins, especially to make sure that they were they were all there. And um, but they're all okay. Yeah. Well, how are you? How are you feeling? Did you feel like you were there more for emotional support of the rest of your family? You know, I was. Um, and when it came down to the the actual time to um, have some have some remembrances and some stories, um, I choked up a few times. Yeah. Um. The first was when my mom, who couldn't be there, wrote this like beautiful, um, this, this beautiful essay, really, um, remembering her sister as a, a single mom who had all kinds of, all kinds of single mom struggles and just being um, seen by by people who weren't married or or were, um, and you know, like like kind of co-partnered their kids. Mm-hmm. And she was really, my mom was really, um, she was really empathetic. Yeah. And actually, like, she was also, she was also realizing in retrospect that there were, there were several times where, like, she also didn't see my Aunt Sheila in those struggles. Mm-hmm. And, and something about that, um, it, like, it, it tore me open. Yeah. Um, it was really beautiful. Yeah. Did I tell you, I, I told you that my grandfather died, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I know that you also um, played several roles in the in the memorial. Right, so I can relate to what you're saying right. about that part of things. Because yeah. I ended up having to, 
also I with my cousin Joanne put together the service and then talk uh give the funeral sermon uh, yeah and also <laughs> and also play violin because <laughs> my grandmother I, I was doing I was in, I was doing all this I was calling working with the memorial service um working with the church to get the memorial service done writing the funeral sermon and then my grandma calls me and she's like your grandfather really liked your violin can you just play violin for a funeral? what am, like what am I gonna do am I gonna be like no grandma yeah. my hands are full <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean yeah there's like there's like you there's the roles we all play in our mm-hmm. families. Um, yeah. So my, my aunt Sheila was the, the youngest, my, my aunt Tia, the, the middle between, between her and Sheila's middle daughter. I mean, they, they really organize just about every little bit of it, like leave yeah. it to the middle children. Right. Do they have, did they have like, <laughs> are they religious at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my um, uh, my my aunt Sheila is my aunt Tia isn't, but since okay. this is Sheila's funeral, there was like, like there was a space for a minister who didn't necessarily know Sheila just to like, kind of share a gospel message. Um, uh-huh. An annoyance of mine and all that is, of course, like what I'm what I'm asking for from people in like the sharing time is stories of Sheila, not right. more sermons. Yeah, um, and people just people just want to do that. Like, people just want to give okay, sermons. Did you know? Yeah, I'm like, did you know Sheila or not? <laughs> yeah. No, I I hear that. I I think it's my the pastor that kind of presided. Uh, he ended up being more the MC, although he he did the actual burial service. Um, for my okay. grandfather's funeral, didn't really know my grandfather all that well, and because of that, my mom was mm-hmm. like, "Can you give the funeral sermon?" So I didn't. Right. Yeah. So I, I gave a funeral sermon, and then there was a space at the end for eulogies. Um, yeah. But I, but because he didn't know my grandfather that well, my mom wanted me to, to do right. that kind of mystery and your, your, role. Your grandfather really outlived all the all the people who could. That's the other talk thing about him, right? Yeah, I was really looking forward to hearing stories about my grandfather, in some yeah. other roles other than like the patriarch of the family, but there really wasn't. Right. And I am thinking back on it and I'm like, it's cause a lot of the, his peers are dead. Like he outlived yeah. anybody who could see him as a peer and all that, all that's left are people that looked up to him and yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it does make me like, I hope I'm not the last one left of <laughs> my peers. It seems like a tough place totally, to be. Totally. Yeah. Like for the, like, and I like, I I feel that like unmet need of yours too, right? Like mm-hmm. you wanted to know your grandfather in these other ways, right? That are kind of inaccessible to you. Yeah, totally. Um, I uh, one of the things that I kind of wish we had as Protestant Christians. I don't know if you felt this way. Was I wish mm-hmm. there was like, uh, there was like a way to do a funeral. Like I wish. I I would have been comforted by a funeral liturgy that was just in a book oh, that I could just follow, you know? Because having to, like, come up with the whole thing from scratch, I guess people do this with a lot of big events, like weddings, for instance. You just mm. come up with the whole thing from scratch. But it would have been, I think it would have been nice to just have a, 
have a funeral liturgy where everything's written out and you know exactly <laughs> even like you know exactly what the priest is going to say you know like do you I think, you, think nice. you would feel that way if you weren't if you weren't trying to like wear three hats all day long i don't know yeah maybe it's just my my wearing too many hats my uh maybe that's just my exhaustion being like i wish i had more of a framework to work with yeah, I, I but, could see that. Yeah, um, but part of, I mean, part of my anxiety about the whole thing was like, oh, if we open it up to anybody who's going to say something, like what weirdo is going to come up and say totally. something? Totally. And to totally. be completely honest, that actually did happen. Somebody that wasn't supposed oh, to bet. say, somebody that wasn't supposed to say anything um, came up and said and started talking. And then afterwards, like my uncle escorts him out of the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> God, Andrew. No. <laughs> people uh, are a mess. People, yeah, and funerals <laughs> are the word, like any kind of family where everybody is in the same place and all the weirdness comes out. The, the worst part of it, <laughs> totally. though, the worst part of it is that my cousin Karis totally. came with his girlfriend, his white girlfriend who none of us had ever met. <laughs> oh. And like this, he brought it to a funeral. He brought his white girlfriend who none of us had ever met to his grandfather's funeral and that's the first time she had ever met any of the other members of the family. So it's like Karis what that are you good thinking? For? Yeah. <sighs> oh god. That's terrible. Yeah. It, I mean it's it's like, kind of funny but also like ridiculous. <laughs> like well come come colonize our funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I get that Karis probably wanted the emotional support of his girlfriend to be there, but it's like, re- totally. like could you not have presented her presented us to her on a like a better maybe when we're not all like right. at the end of like everything's a mess right now. Right. No one's trying to meet new people today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Read read the room. <laughs> yeah. So what were the logistics um, of your thing? Did you have – was everyone at the burial and at the funeral? Was it an open casket? Like what – how did it How did it yeah. work? Yeah. So um, my my mom's side of the family is very, very laid back. Mm-hmm. Um, in like in, – in like ways that I, I, I really appreciate. Um, this, this funeral rhymes a little bit with the um, – with the way we memorialized my grandfather, um, who was hard to memorialize in like that liturgical setting because mm-hmm. we were not allowed to be there because he was a Jehovah's Witness. Oh. Um, and yeah, and so we did not witness those um, those ceremonies, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so what we what we did is we just went to my aunt Tia's house, um, ate, sat around, um, talked about grandpa all day. And I think a few, I think a few people who knew him stopped through. Um, Mm -hmm. I let that day, I let a little thing, um, where like we wrote down some things we really loved about grandpa or or things that like really drove us crazy about him. Mm -hmm. And then we set him on fire. You know, I just like, like that felt like so circle of hope to me, just like lighting, lighting things on fire. Yeah. So, so fast forward to my, my aunt and, and her, and the way we memorialized her, her, her daughter, Brandy had the, had the gathering at her house. Um, she has, she has two kids. Mm -hmm. Um, one of them was sick. Um, 
uh, we did like someone like someone volunteered to cater like um, my my cousin David, the oldest of, of Sheila's three kids, um, is in a recovery program and the people he's in recovery with um, they catered. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the that's one of the things that they 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 do. They run a catering business and they just provided the service for free. Yeah. So it's in her home. People are just like people are coming over um, to like for a short service and then food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like once once I got like the tech for the the Zoom meeting set up, which I'm very proud of. It worked great. Um, I'm in my, in my family, I am on that side, especially the most boisterous, Mm -hmm. um, and most outgoing. And so like, there's this moment where like everybody's sitting around kind of looking at each other (laughs) and I'm like, okay, I guess this is, I'm I'm just going to open it up. There you go. That's good. That's good that you, that, I mean, it's nice that you stepped up and that they, I guess they kind of, yeah, they were expecting it. They they were expecting and and you know like after everything that like my cousins yeah. were already doing and my I aunt was that. already doing like you know this is like this is this is mine to uh, like this is my role today and yeah so I I like like introduced everybody to like what we're doing today introduced Sean who gave this really sweet um, short sermon thank you Sean for that um, wasn't a Pentecostal sermon at all it was very mm-hmm. <laughs> very very in and out of church in 20 minutes or less kind of a sermon. Yeah. Um, nice. Uh, and then we had this time of, of sharing and I, I definitely emceed that part, especially because I had to mic each person who spoke. Um, and I really did my best to like hold that space and, you know, take the temperature, yeah. like let leave lots of room for silence. Um, don't make, don't make people feel pressured, but like leave space, but also like make little jokes Mm -hmm. and just, just keep that, keep the room warm. Yeah. Um, and it led to, it led to a lot of people, you know, like a handful of people just, um, like sermonizing, but it also led to a lot of people reflecting on my on what they knew about my aunt and her life in these really delicate, thoughtful, compassionate ways. Like, cause my aunt had a lot of struggles as a single, as a single person, as a, as a person who had um, addiction, as someone who struggled sure. with poverty. You know? Um, and you know, like was hard to bear at yeah. many, many points in, in our lives together. And so to hear people like gently speak truth, um, and in like just loving ways, I mean, I think that's what broke me open, Andrew. It wasn't at, like it was. It was really just the tenderness that people just kept expressing again and mm-hmm. again. Uh, what strikes me about what you're describing is the tenderness that you showed to your family. I mean, I'm I, I find I'm 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 kind of moved by the fact that you were like you created the space and then you like attach their lapel mics to them like yeah it was really sweet attaching a lapel mic to somebody is such is already (laughs) such an intimate act you're like you're up in the like space 
Um, totally. And you're like taking totally. care of them in that way. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that's really and, and a couple sweet. of times I forgot, and it's not a good idea. Like, it's hard for people to put a, a lapel mic on themselves. Yeah. It actually. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure that's especially true when they're like getting ready to address a crowd. Right, right. They've already like they've already like built up all the nerve they can possibly muster. Right. Just to stand up and, and talk. It was yeah. Thank you for that. I it was uh yeah, I felt really good about that. Yeah, you should. Yeah. And yeah, there were um you know, in, in our in our family there's some there's been some um distance between some people. Um, there were some surprises, like people didn't expect to see people in the room, and I had to like chase one person outside and just make sure like they stayed, um, and like like offer just like some gentle reassurance and encouragement to like help them get through this awful day that they were about to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I. I don't know. I that's that's something I've been doing in this in this family, and and not like not in the like not out of any resentment, but like I I am able to show up in this in this um in this love, yeah. right? And it um I get there and it just like it starts to come out of me. It's really mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's me that's doing it. I'm just I'm just kind of a this conduit at this point, but it's. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I love them. When was the funeral? It was on. It was just. Uh, what is today? Tuesday. It was two days ago. On, two days on Sunday. Ago. Yeah. Well, how are you feeling in the aftermath? I guess you're still you're still pretty close to it. You're still you're still there. Yeah. Um, talking about it does like it does um, it does tenderize me again. Um, mm-hmm. And the uh, the next the next few days, there's um, I have I have some appointments with um, tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow is really fun. I'm going going to a hot springs. If you're in Colorado, that's that's one thing you should try and do. There's mm-hmm. so many natural hot springs in the region, mm-hmm. um, and my my wife and and some of my cousins um, are are heading out to one tomorrow. So that's that's a that's a fun day. Um, and then I have um, some like appointments singularly with a couple of my cousins, which will be, which will be, be like deeper check-ins, mm-hmm. um, and 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 heart to hearts. Tomorrow's a fun day, and there's there's some like there's some like tender heart to hearts coming up in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm like it's it's kind of a. It's a whirlwind. I, I'm I'm okay through all of it. Um, I'm fortunately we have a nice we have we have a friend. Actually, my friend Vanessa, who I think I talked about on the podcast, we're staying at we're staying at her house. Oh, cool. Um, so we have like a nice place to like get back to. And you know, I have to say, like, I would have come whether or not Janine could make it. But like the difference of having like a supportive partner, um, who similarly like cares about your family um Mm. and like and can like kind of like see things that you can't right and and intervene in in their own special ways that's been a gift Mm. yeah that makes sense i guess that's why karis brought his girlfriend yeah 
in, in some ways, yes. Right. I mean, in in fairness to me, we've been married for ten years, and she's met everybody several times. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There's, there are actual like there's there's a base of relationships here that yeah. happened before the funeral. <laughs> um. What like was was Amy with you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that that is helpful to have. Uh, yeah, that that was definitely helpful. Um, at the yeah. very least, it's because it's another set of you're you're not alone in how um, when your family's crazy, you can be like that was crazy, right? Yeah, and they can be like, yeah, that was crazy. Yes. <laughs> no, it's so helpful. Yeah, it's so helpful. There were there were plenty of those moments where it is yeah, it's, it is it is nice to have a witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I guess for you, Andrew, with all the like, with all the preparation, which like puts you in like one frame of mind, not like really the like grieving frame of mind, but just like the like checking off boxes as you go. Um, either that day or, or since have you, have you had time to really like, like what you're asking me, like sit with, um, sit with that, that loss and, um, kind of reflect on on your grandfather like in in like a deeper way than just like mm-hmm. trying to get things done on the day yeah i mean uh, the the thing is he's been he had been in that post stroke state for so long that right it, it was such a long decline um yeah and i think that changes the grief a little bit i i, I have been thinking about it a lot I was thinking a, yeah. about it a lot, a lot it, it, when I was trying to write that funeral sermon because I had to, I had to try sure. to come up with something and draw meaning out of, out of, out of this. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I'm still processing it, and I can, you know, I I'll, uh, maybe I'll talk about what I what I did ended up writing and reflecting on at some point. It, it's similar to the reflection that I that I had. I don't know on the podcast a while ago when uh, when I yeah. played that tape of of him and my grandmother praying in the morning i love that yeah yeah just like how deeply ingrained into his muscle memory faith right. was um, yeah but i don't know I, it's coming it, the, the aftermath of it has been uh interesting i mean one thing is i find myself really comforted by these by those weird old hymns that talk about dying and going to heaven <laughs> Mm, you know because mm-hmm. and pre- previously i mean in our church community in general i think we look at those hymns with a certain amount of distaste because we we always wanted the emphasis to be on the here and now but honestly you know what i yeah. i get it i i get yeah. not just not just um i get the the courage of a hymn that declares that death right. will die and how it's not just bravado how it's how it's how it's courage to be able to hold on to that idea um yeah to be able to yeah. decla- to 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 declare your belief in resurrection in that way that's in the face of mm-hmm. actual death is not you know i think in the past i think i've just been like oh that's just people making them feel better making themselves feel better but you know what maybe sure first of all maybe that's fine and it is fine uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. because I need to feel better. Totally. Um, yeah, but also I think yeah. I think that brought a lot of comfort to Sheila's children mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, that's just it. Just like I've been, and I've been uh, to like I've 
because of that, I we I I've probably been doing a few more of those songs and at this at Sunday meetings and stuff just because that's the <laughs> mental space that I've been in. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Oh man, we could we could also just have a, like a heaven episode after this, couldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. I, I'm like my, I think my like parting thoughts mm. or like parting wishes for you are like our comfort with this, with the like parts of your grandfather's life and, um, and identity that are lost to you. Yeah. That sounds, um, yeah. I mean, like it's hard to ever know everything about somebody, but, uh, that's a special kind of, of, well, of, of loss and grief. Yeah. I mean, especially in the days afterwards, going through all of his stuff um, mm-hmm. from his, like, scrapbooks where he had, like, carefully cut out, like, pictures of himself and my grandmother and, like, put them behind uh, in the plastic of the of the photo book. Like, he had and mm. arranged the photos in a certain way. Um, oh, wow. To the fact that uh, I, he and I were, were basically the same size in clothes. So I've ended right. up with I an, love, entire, I love his clothes. an entire wardrobe of, of of clothes, of cool vintage stuff that fits me. And also, like, finding that, like, <laughs> what, like why did he have a bolo tie? Like, what, what was that about? Like, where did he get it? When did he wear it? What was that about? You know? Right. <sighs> yeah, stuff like that awesome i did i did take that bolo tie home though i have to find an occasion to wear it. i can't wait to see it <laughs> yeah and the boots right yeah I'll, yeah i'll wear it with my boots i'll have the whole outfit <laughs> just need a belt buckle <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm here in colorado maybe i'll pick you up one <laughs> sounds great it all works out <laughs> um yeah, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad you thought of of this conversation. It's a. Uh, it's a, it's something that probably all of us. I, I'm sure me. Like we need to do more of when we lose somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for this. Yeah, thanks for. Um, what time is it over there? Uh, it is. I'm two hours behind you, so it's okay. just about four o'clock. Well, actually, it is four o'clock. It's four twelve. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, I will let you enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks for hopping on the phone with me, Chris. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye.